Today on the Good Word, let's talk about turning around. To be more precise, the times we have to turn around and try another direction. When I was in college, I had a harebrained scheme to drive eight hours to a concert in another state. I invited a friend from school to come along because I knew she liked the singer as much as I did. After the show, we started the long drive home, and I was just keeping my eye on the lines of the freeway, and must have missed a sign for the turnoff. It wasn't till an hour later that I realized we were headed the wrong way, and I had promised to get her back in time for her first class the next morning. As embarrassing as it was, there was nothing to be done but confess what had happened, tell my friend I might not get there as soon as I'd promised, and look for a place to turn around. Finally, we reached a little town with an exit, and I could get us back on track. I'd started out on the right road, and I didn't purposely veer off in a totally different direction. But in spite of good intentions, I was headed the wrong way, and I had to simply admit it and get turned around. Luckily, my friend was understanding and didn't blame me. I even got her to class on time, barely, and we've stayed friends all through the subsequent thirty years we've been married to each other. Turning around is a pretty ordinary concept, and we've all had to do it. Whether we found ourselves heading into a dead end or chosen the wrong trail on a hike, we might lose a little time, but no one feels bad about needing to turn around once they've noticed they're on the wrong track. It just makes sense. But the word we most often use for turning around has a little more baggage. The word is repent. In Matthew chapter three, John the Baptist shows up, and he has a very definite message for the people. In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, "Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." Even though the word "repent" simply means to turn again or turn to the right way, there's often a negative connotation, sometimes even shame or embarrassment that we've wandered the wrong way and need to get back on track. The fact is, we're human, and God is not surprised that we've somehow lost our way. In fact, he fully expects we'll get lost and maybe even tangled up in the underbrush sometimes, which is why he and people like John the Baptist spend time in the wilderness searching for the lost lambs. Turning around or repenting is easier when we can let go of shame or embarrassment at having gone off course and simply ask for help in getting on the right track, the one that takes us where we want to go. It's nice to know that Jesus told us he came into the world not to condemn the world. But that the world might be saved. In other words, he's not here to judge us, but to save us. Knowing we can change direction without his judgment, but with his help, somehow makes it easier. And we can help each other make course corrections by not shaming and judging each other as well. One Bible dictionary defines repentance as a change of mind, a fresh view about God, about oneself, and about the world, a turning of the heart and will to God. That actually sounds refreshing. It sounds wonderful. In fact, a fresh view about God, about oneself, and about the world. We call that being born again, having a change of heart, repenting, and that's the good word.